0: I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal. And this is your Peak Daily for Friday, June 24th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes.
1: So, Jay, did you watch the Westminster Dog Show?
0: <laughs> I think you know I probably didn't watch the Westminster Dog Show. I did. She's a gorgeous winner though. I, I think
1: you're a bit discriminatory when it comes to professional sporting events. You know, you like basketball, you like baseball, but you you sneer at the Westminster Dog Show, one of the great sporting events in the world. And so what did you think about the winner?
0: I thought the dog was really cool looking. It's not a dog I would want. It looks like it slobbers everywhere, but nice to look at. These dogs are too
1: regal for me. I, you know, I like a fun dog, a nice dog. And these ones, they just don't look like that at all. They look like they have been bred, inbred, trained for this, and that's not for me. so anyways, kudos to them. I don't understand how they pick the dogs, what's involved in all of that, but you know, I, I appreciate the, the show of it all.
0: Well, you should watch Best in Show then. Because well, I'm it's, sure
1: that's a... It's a, it's <laughs> a great movie. That's a, that's a whole separate thing. That's, that's a great movie. Of course everyone should watch Best in Show.
0: Well, aside from watching Best in Show, what do we have for Pete Pals today?
1: For our first story, Amazon's moving to robots and warehouses. For our second story, you might be able to get a refund on your next dis- disrupted trip. And for our third story, we need to build a ton of houses.
0: For our first story, Amazon's newest warehouse hires won't have much interest in grabbing after work drinks or signing Deborah's birthday card, not because they're rude, but because they're robots. Brett, it feels like only a matter of time before we get automated as well. How is Amazon facilitating the robot revolution?
1: I think it's very far away. Podcasters will be the last to be automated. I can promise you that, Jay. So Amazon introduced its first fully autonomous mobile robot designed to safely and easily lift and move large carts around its warehouses. This is part of a larger effort to automate its sprawling fulfillment centers.
0: The bot, called Proteus, is equipped with laser guiding systems that allow it to navigate terrain in a way previously Amazon bots could not. If something comes in the laser's path, like a warm-blooded co-worker, Proteus automatically stops, which seems like a good move. Yeah,
1: thank God. You don't want that thing to keep going, that's yeah. for sure. The company introduced other new robotic systems, including a package identification system that lets employees scan products without pausing to find the barcode and a giant arm called Cardinal, used to pick up individual packages weighing up to 50 pounds.
0: Who's naming all these things at Amazon? It, not sounds,
1: it's very, it sounds very <laughs>
0: evil. It does. Concerned that millions of warehouse employees will soon be out of work thanks to these blue-collar bots? Well, Amazon has said that, despite its imminent labor shortage problem, these machines are here to help workers, not replace them.
1: Famous last words, Jim. The tasks Uh, robots will take on are some of the most physically demanding, and Amazon says they could help reduce its industry-leading, and not in a good way, warehouse injury rates.
0: But just because these bots won't replace workers tomorrow doesn't mean that will always be the case. A report from McKinsey projects that we will see fully automated warehouses by 2030. Hold on to that 2030 date, by the way, Brett. It's going to come up again. And Amazon's former director of robotics fulfillment predicted a similar timeline in 2019. So pretty consistent there. And so, Brett, other than fears of Skynet, why should people care about robots? Well,
1: 2030, it's, it's sooner than you think. The pandemic and labor shortages have made robots more appealing to businesses since they can't get sick. And most importantly, they don't ask for higher wages. Now, accelerating companies push to automate more tasks. Now, that could be highly disruptive to the overall economy, not just Amazon. A 2020 Statistics Canada survey found that over 10% of the Canadian workforce faces a higher risk of having their jobs transformed by automation. This applies to everyone except for podcasters, Jay, I'm telling you. Fair enough. For our second story, Canadian Airlines will soon need to offer customers a refund for canceled or delayed flights, even if the reason for the disruption is beyond the airline's control, thanks to changes to Canada's air passenger protection regulations. Now, today, this is probably good news for flyers, but you know, how does it work?
0: Well, customers whose flights are canceled or delayed for over three hours for any reason must now be offered a refund if the airline cannot find an alternative flight in the next 48 hours.
1: So previously, airlines only had to refund flights if they were at fault for the disruption. But now factors like bad weather or closed borders caused by, let's say, a a global pandemic for one will be covered, too.
0: Some airlines like Air Canada already put similar policies in place last year after the federal government made refunds for canceled flights a requirement for any carrier that wanted pandemic relief funding.
1: But as you can imagine, not everyone's a fan of the new rules. The vice president of government relations for WestJet, which notably did not adopt similar measures last year, said it was unfair that airlines take all the burden of issuing refunds when recent delays have been caused mostly by understaffed government agencies like airports and border patrol and all that.
0: Meanwhile, the president of the advocacy group Air Passenger Rights called the regulations a sham, believing the 48-hour window for airlines was far too lenient, especially compared to the European Union's rules, where airlines must provide a new flight leaving within five hours. So, Brett when will these new rules come into effect
1: yeah so for anyone excited that their summer vacation is now safe we regret to inform you that the new rules don't come into effect until september 8th just in time for the rampant delays plaguing our airports to finally ease up what a coincidence jay (laughs)
0: that's such a coincidence and for our third and final story grab our hammer and nails we've got work to do brett According to a new report from the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corp, the CMHC, Canada needs to build 5.8 million homes by 2030 to make housing more affordable. There's that 2030 date again. Brett, that's a lot of homes, none of which you and I are going to build. You think we're going to start doing that?
1: That's a, that is a great future to look forward to. We've got fully automated Amazon warehouses and 5.8 million homes. Wow. What more can you ask for? So, look, housing hasn't been affordable in Canada since 2004 by the CMHC's definition. Now, back then, a typical family would have to spend around 40% of its income to buy an average house. Now that number is up to 60%.
0: There's more than one reason for Canada's out-of-control housing market, but a major factor is lack of supply. Since the early 2000s, we haven't built enough homes to keep up with population growth. That created a housing shortage and drove up prices to the point where people are paying millions of dollars for a shack in Vancouver. Fixing that shortage won't be easy, though. The amount of building recommended by the CMHC's report is, well, unprecedented.
1: It's a shock on the ocean, though, Jay. It's, it's beautiful. That's true. Mike Moffat of the Smart Prosperity Institute told The Peak that building an additional 3.5 million homes in nine years over and above the 2.2 million we are projected to build is unrealistic. That sounds about right. However, we need to get as close as we possibly can. So we need policymakers at all three levels of government to begin to take the challenge seriously. Other analysts put it in much harsher terms than Mike did. Seriously, we are screwed, tweeted Toronto based urban planner Sean Galbraith. <laughs> Great tweet. Peak hey, Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country.
0: If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review?
1: And if you want more peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode.
0: Thank you, Dale, and thank you, Brett. And Brett. Wouldn't it make sense for some of those Amazon robots to actually build houses in Canada to deliver packages to you from the automated warehouse?
1: It's a circular economy.
0: With robots at the center of it, I guess. Brett, have a good weekend. You too, Jay.